huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. Cookville keeps rolling at 23-0. Pinkett County looks for a turnaround after a tough week, while the Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats earn win number 20. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. It's a cold and snowy Saturday morning in the Upper Cumberland. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville, the high school playbook. I'm Tom Duggan this morning. Lots of basketball to talk about as uh, despite the snowy weather last night, plenty of games to talk about from across the Upper Cumberland. We'll hit the scoreboard and a lot of coaches for us to talk to, some players as well during the course of today's program. Going back to Friday night, the games that were played, a few of them were postponed due to the weather. In District 7-1A, Clay County gets a 62-41 victory over Gordonsville as Abby Head with a career-high 26 points in that game. Cookville keeps it rolling. They're 23-0 on the season, 67-25 district win at Green Hill. K.K. Graves leaves a, leads a balanced effort with 13. Cassie Gallagher, Shea Cunningham with 12 points apiece. Livingston Academy, a big district victory over DeKalb County to get their 20th win of the season. Lady Wildcats roll 68-55. Leah Kate Clark with 17. Ellie Butler with 14. We'll talk to Coach Leslie Riddle and members of the Livingston Academy team here in just a moment. Opperman gets another district win as they get a big win over Macon County, 60-17. Brooklyn Crouch with 26 points in the basketball game. Warren County behind 22 from Shelby Smart over Franklin County, 57-44. On the boys' side, it was Clay County down in Gordonsville, 61-42. Double-double numbers for Grant Strong with 31 points, 10 rebounds. Good night for Jeff Spivey as well. 14 points and 7 rebounds. Green Hill downs Cookville 63-43 despite 19 points from Josh Hurd. The Livingston Academy boys get another close victory last night over to Cab County 46-43. Hayden Ledbetter with 15 points. Wyatt Hargis with 14 in the ballgame. Upperman big over Macon County, 55-26 as Rex Davis scores 16. A.J. Nash scores 15 points. We'll talk to Coach Bobby McWilliams and members of the boys' basketball team at the bottom of the hour. And Franklin County over Warren County, 55-47. Right now we've got members of the Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats uh, in the house with us at Chick-fil-A. Coach Leslie Riddle, good to have you on the program this morning. Coach, 20 wins on the season. I know so much work has been going on these last few seasons, some growing pains, but, Coach, it appears like it's all paying off for your team this season. It really, really is. You know, these these girls have spent so much time in the gym and in the weight room, and I don't I don't think anybody can understand how much time they've spent. And, and it's not that we've made them. Um, they call Coach Sales. They call me. They call somebody wanting in the gym all the time. So um, most of the time in the summer, it's five days a week, they're in there wanting to work, and, they, they they had a real opportunity, this group of seniors right here had a real opportunity to just say, you know what, we're not going to win much, we're just going to finish it out, but they refused to do that, mm-hmm. and, and that says a lot about their character, and um, these four that have really stuck it out and, and are getting to reap the rewards of their hard work, it's really, really rewarding for them and, and, for, their, and for their parents, because the parents have made such sacrifices for them. Coach, not only the growing pains have these seniors been through, but talk about their leadership this year and how they've, they've really helped to bond this team together. This team does really seem like a close-knit group. 
It really is, and that's probably their biggest um, strength. They know that, you know, at one time we were subbing five people at a time in most games and, and really sharing sharing the time and, sh- and not knowing which player was going to step up and have their game for that night. And um, I think their ability to back each other up and support, whether it's a freshman or a junior or a sophomore, and, and to pat that person on the back when they made a good play, even if that senior didn't have a good night, I think that kind of really helped the team to gel and gave the younger kids a lot of confidence. I love the depth of this team, and you've been able to sub five in, five out at times, and, and where I think that helps you the most, really the defensive end, because your defense is tenacious, Coach, and, and kind of talk about that and just how you feel about the depth of this basketball team. I think it, it is the key, um, and like I said, the leadership of this group has allowed us to do that, but the depth is the key, because defensively, I mean, we, we've been able to turn people over and just get extra opportunities for ourselves. Sometimes we're not a great shooting team, mm-hmm. Um, but when we get more opportunities and we turn the other team over, it really helps and helps us to play a little faster. And like you said, if we can sub a lot and keep these kids fresh, one of the things we talk about in practice a lot is go as hard as you can, as long as you can, and then let somebody else take over. And um, and, and they practice that way. They they run drills that way. And um, it's just it's a really special team to work with because they do work well together. We've got the four senior members of the Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats here with us this morning. Alexis Phipps will go ahead and get you over in the hot seat. Alexis, Leah, Kate Clark, Allie Qualls, Keaton Webb all with us this morning. And, uh, Alexis, I'll talk, I'll ask you first of all about, uh, how fast have these four years gone for you at Livingston Academy? Here you are, a senior already. Um, it's been extremely fast. It's flew by, you know, as a freshman, I always heard, you know, it's going to go by quick. And I was like, oh, whatever, you know. <laughs> And being here now, sitting where we are, you know, we're over halfway through the season, and it's it's gone. If you could say something about this senior group, one word that maybe best describes all of you, whether it be on the court or off the court, what would that be? Besties. We are, <laughs> we are all so close. Like, we'll be at practice, you know, and we'll be like, okay, you guys want to go eat? And it'll be all of us, and we'll go have fun, or we'll be like, Who's, whose house is spending the night at? Like, on the floor, we're best friends. You know, we've got each other's backs. Off the court, we're best friends. We've got each other's backs. So it just really benefits us. How's it feel like knowing you're back on top of the district? You've been through the growing pains. You've struggled at times. But how does it feel to be back on top of the district to have a chance to win a district championship this year? Right. Um, it's very rewarding for us because I remember freshman year, we won nine games, and that was terrible. And then we <laughs> we kept getting better, kept getting better. Then it was 14. Then it was like 19, I think. And now, you know, we're not even done and we have 20. So all the hard work that we put in the gym since freshman year, it's just really paying off and it's showing, you know, what we have worked for. The entire realm of this team, what is the biggest strength you feel like overall of this team? Honestly, our chemistry. Everybody clicks and everybody has a good time, you know. You walk into the locker room, we're all sitting in a circle, we're laughing, we're cutting up, and nobody's (laughs) left out. It's just everybody having a good time. All right. Thank you so much, Alexis. We'll get Leah Kate Clark to come on up and uh, talk to us a little bit this morning. Leah Kate, I'm going to ask you first thing. When you get out there on a Friday night or a Tuesday night, it's a huge district game, and the Durward Vaughn Gymnasium's packed and rocking. And what's that feel like to you as a player? There's really nothing like it. Uh, at times it can be nerve-wracking, but for us seniors, we've earned our spot, and it just it's overwhelming to think I get to wear this jersey. Right, right. Uh, talk about your team this year and the things that you've talked about that you'd like to accomplish this season and what you realistically feel like this team can do for, for, well, for the end of the year. 
I think for sure uh, we're going to state. We're we always in practices when they're the drills hard or something we haven't get, got it yet. We're like it's for the banner, and I think this team, the chemistry, our defense, right. <laughs> um, we we can make it there, and that's that's our end goal. You mentioned defense. That has been such a staple this team this season. Talk about the pride you all take in defense and, and how you really approach the defensive end of the court, both in practice and in game situations. Um, in practice, we really beat each other up, but <laughs> I, I think it makes us better, and we've really talked about our defense with the intensity of our defense, that's how our offense is going to be played and ran. And when we're doing really well on defense, shots seem to fall easier. <laughs> Talk about your individual game, the growth in your game, how far you've come since your freshman season up until now. Uh, freshman year, I had a hard time transitioning from middle school um, to high school. The speed of the game's a lot different. High school ball's just a lot different. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of gym time. A lot of travel ball time. I finally have got, I feel like, to the speed of the game and I'm used to it. And we've all played together, and I think that helps a lot. All right. Leah Kate Clark, thank you for joining us this morning. We'll swap out. We'll get Allie Qualls to come over into the hot seat. And, uh, Allie, I'll start out asking, how does it feel to be a senior leader on this team? Now the players all look up to your group, whereas maybe you looked up to the seniors of the past before. How does that feel for you this year? It feels great. It was definitely something that I feel like I had to earn. Like, I've always been in this position of a point guard, but you don't really get the respect till you prove yourself. What do you feel like the biggest thing, biggest change maybe has been overall in the basketball team from your freshman season up until your senior season? I would say one of the biggest changes is, like, the confidence of the game, how confident I am on the floor and confident in my players with me. I mean, these are my best friends, people I've played with my entire life, and so it just seems to grow more and more. As you've grown and developed, what are some things this senior season that you've in particular focused on in your individual game that you wanted to get better at? I definitely worked on my left hand. (laughs) (laughs) That must have been something that Coach Riddle maybe encouraged you to work on, correct? Oh, it definitely was. um, I've definitely been trying to improve on my shooting and be more of an offensive threat for the team. And defensively, that's always been like something that, is my game that defense is what I love to do. So, Allie, night in and night out in district play, you're playing some of the best teams in the state, honestly. This is one of the toughest districts, if not the, in the state of Tennessee. How motivating is that night in and night out? Is it easy to get motivated each night to go out against some of these very difficult teams on the court? It's definitely easy to be motivated to go play because you know that anybody who walks in the gym is a threat mm-hmm. because this is the best district and it – continues to get harder because there's people coming out of nowhere all right well Allie <laughs> y'all keep up the good work doing a fantastic job of course 20 wins on the season a lot to be proud of Keaton Webb will swap out and get you into the hot seat and uh, uh, Keaton I'll talk about the growth in your individual game going from your freshman season and talk about some things you're still working on in your individual game I definitely think my freshman year that I came in with no confidence and lack of confidence and I had a lot of pressure on me I think that I've learned to handle the pressure better and uh, take control of the game better. When you look at the big picture of this season, things that you guys have talked about maybe for four years now, you know, what what have been the goals of this Livingston Academy team? You've gotten to a point this year, 20 wins, you got a chance at a district championship. How far can this team go this year? I fully believe that we can make it to the state tournament with everybody stepping up and keeping our defensive going and um, 
keeping the offense in control, running the plays how we should. I definitely think that we get to the state tournament. I want to get your mindset as well when you get out there in a big district game, the crowd's pumping, everybody's loud and cheering for you. What's, what's that feel like to you? It's awesome. I mean, it's something that we haven't had in the last two, three years. Right. And it's just, it's definitely a confidence builder for us. What about when you go on the road? Let's put it in that perspective. And you know, it's the opposing crowd, mm-hmm. although you've got some of your crowd there, but uh, you're working against the, the, the home team on the opposite side. How does that feel like? I love it. I love being cheered against. Okay. <laughs> Last question. Who's Livingston Academy's biggest rival, you feel like? Um, definitely Upperman and White County. Upperman and White County. Well, that makes a lot of sense, too. All three of you right among the elite in District 7-3A. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Coach, we'll get you back over for a couple of questions real quick before we wrap up. And, uh, Coach, you get set for Cumberland County, the lone team, to to knock off your team this season. And you played them last week, the third night, three consecutive games. I know you won't make excuses, but uh, what do you expect differently this next time against Cumberland County? Uh, I don't expect them to do a whole lot different, but I, I, I hope we handle their pressure a little bit better. They, they're they a tough matchup for us. They're they're long. They're very similar to us. They play a lot like us, and uh, they 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 have, you know, a great point guard that, that doesn't turn it over much, so that hurts us a little bit, but – um, I'm hoping. I mean, we shot we shot a really low percentage, but that was attributed to their defense, I think. So we've just got to make those shots. We were able to get them. We just didn't make them. Right. So I think we got to handle the handle the pressure a little bit better, not let it speed us up so much. Coach, you've had a fantastic season today. I know a lot more to come on the stretch run to the postseason. If there's one element, maybe you still want to see a little bit get a little bit better before you get into the postseason. What might that be? I think it's definitely our rebounding. Um, we we struggle sometimes against the bigger teams of, of controlling the boards. We against against the teams that are normally our size are a little bit smaller. We do okay, but right. when we get the White Counties and the Uppermans and the the people that have the big centers in there, we we struggle to rebound with those people, and that's been a problem. Um, and, but we focused and focused and focused, and hopefully, hopefully we're getting a little better at it every day. <laughs> well, Coach Leslie Riddle, again, doing a fantastic job, a wonderful season for the Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats. Best of luck to you, seniors, throughout the rest of the season, and uh, take it all away the glass house. Thank you. We'll, we'll do our best to do that. We've got more coming up on the program. Coach Joseph Amonette of the Pickett County Bobcats will join us next. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Bobcats to Tigers. They all get along here. Talking Prep Sports. The High School Playbook. Presented by Mountain Barn Builders. A tough week for the number one team in the state in class single A, the Pickett County Bobcats, who hosted Clay County in a big District 7-1A game on Tuesday night and uh, scored only five points in the first half, lost 64-23. to Bobcats come back on Thursday night and another tough game at York Institute on the short end of a 68-56 score. Pickett County boys basketball coach Joseph Aminet joining us on the program. Coach, did you feel like there was anything different maybe in the way your team played this week as opposed to the recent win streak when you had a great deal of success? Uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say that, that things have things have necessarily changed. We played two really good basketball teams. Um, you know, I, the, the Clay County game was um, it was extremely unique. I told, I, I told somebody it, uh, sitting in the second quarter, I told them this is the, the game that is the, um, it's the invaders of the body snatchers. Somebody, the zombies that took over our bodies and, and, and we're, we're not who we are. So we, we just didn't play very well against Clay County at all. And um, if anything could go wrong, it went wrong that night, and um, I thought that 
I thought that it was just one of those games that, that if anything could possibly go wrong besides somebody really getting injured, that's what happened. And, uh, and then we roll into York Institute last night and um, really good basketball team. They hadn't played um, this week, so they were fresh. We were not. Um, and then um, it was a physical game. I thought that we came out and had just a tremendous amount of, um, of fight. We played really, really hard. It was a really physical game, and you know they had one of their one of their best players um, that was ineligible um, the day of the game that hadn't played all year for them. The TWS Delay gave them a uh, a hardship waiver, and they were eligible last night. And the Bilbrey kid, and I felt like he made a major difference for them. And um, you know, it just it was about an eight point game, six point game, most of the second half. And then we had to foul, and they made free throws at the end. But just two two really good teams. That, uh, that we played this week, and uh, we, we definitely laid an egg against Clay County in the first game. And then last night, I thought the difference was we were playing at their place. They were fresh, and we had and we, we were on one day's rest. And they got a really good player um, back eligible for his first game. That's never a good scenario when you're on the opposite side and they're able to get a, a player that's not played that's a good player at that and come in. You've not even really had an opportunity to scout that player. You mentioned the physicality of that York Institute game. Coach, do you feel like your team likes that type of style of basketball, playing a physical type of game? You know, I, I, I don't think a physical game really, you know, I, I don't I want to say that we like it or dislike it. You know, the thing that, you know, the thing that we are dealing with and, and everybody knows is, um, you know, I've got I've got one player in Zach Aminette that's coming off ACL reconstruction. And, um, and I've got another player in Will Aminette that's playing with a torn ACL. So, so you know, those two kids um, are getting out there and competing and, and having great seasons for us. But when you've got that, you know, they'll get a little fatigued. And I think we're a little fatigued right now. But um, but we'll bounce back. And, um, you know, like I said last night, I think last night probably was our best just all-out effort that we played with all season. I thought we grew as a team. I thought we really fought, really played hard. And, um, you know, just a couple of things didn't go our way and they will the next time out. We're speaking with Pickett County Bobcats head basketball coach Joseph Aminette on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, moving forward, I know the goal here, you put it behind you, you move forward, you focus on the next game. Do you think the players really will easily get these past two games out of their mind and, and are set to go on to the next few games? you got uh, quite a, you know, some good competition coming up starting Saturday night with Cumberland County. Oh, absolutely. You know, our kids are, you know, this schedule, um, you know, is brutal right now. Of course, you know, it, it kind of got snow has, has thrown it out of whack a little bit. And uh, it's been COVID and some other things. But, you know, this, I think it's a great preparation, as I've said before when we've talked. This is a, it's a tournament sport. And uh, I wanted to have games scheduled that would put us in a, an opportunity that when you get to a regional tournament, a sectional game, but it's not the first time you just had to really battle. So I think if you look at these two weeks, um, you know, we've got, Clay County on Tuesday we played. We had York last night that we played. We're playing Cumberland County on Saturday. That's the number one team in the Triple A Conference. We turn around and play Clark Range next Tuesday. We play Clay County again on the road next Friday. And then on Saturday we go over and um, into Kentucky and play a really good Wayne County, Kentucky team in Kentucky. So, you know, once we get through these two weeks, what I can tell you is we're going to be a lot better team than we were when we started and we're going to be prepared for postseason. 
and, and when you're when you're playing a, a tournament sport, I think the most important thing you can do is to prepare yourself in those situations that you know the first time that you're playing under a, in front of a big crowd and your back's against the wall does not need to be in a regional semifinal game. So I think um, I think our kids are are, good, are ready to compete. They're a veteran team. Um, they want to get better. They know what they need to work on, and um, and it'll show. What makes us grow? It'll show that we uh, that we're a united group, and that we can overcome a little adversity. You mentioned Cumberland County, and that's your next opponent coming up Saturday night. The Jets have been playing some really good basketball, and you pointed out they're tied for first place currently in Des- District Seven Three A, which is a very good, tough, balanced district to be in. What have you seen from the Jets, and what do you expect Saturday night? You know, they, they play a fast pace. They're really long um, as far as length. I think they start, their five starters are from 6'3 and a half to 6'6. Six, six. Uh, they all shoot the ball really well, and they like to play fast. Um, just a really physically talented basketball team that, um, you know, again, we're at a little bit of a, of a disadvantage if you want to look at rest, whereas they play Tuesday night. They don't play again until Saturday, and we play Tuesday night. We play Thursday night, and we're going to play Saturday night. So, you know, I think it's, it's just a great opportunity for us to see who we are as a team. I, I think that if you're going to grow and you're going to be the very best you can be, you got to challenge yourself. And uh, this is a week that we're challenged ourselves, and I think our kids are really going to respond on Saturday night. Coach, I fully expect that as well. I expect the team will put this week behind them, move forward. you still got a very, very talented basketball team and a lot of great games uh, looking ahead on the schedule. Coach Joseph Amanet of the Pickett County Bobcats joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, as always, thank you for the time, and uh, good luck to you Saturday night with Cumberland County. Thank you. Another game, another big win for the Cookville Lady Cavaliers on Friday night as Cookville travels over to Green Hill. 57-25 victory to stay perfect on the season at 23-0. Lady Cavaliers head coach Jamie Gillis joining us via telephone this morning. Coach, is it true what they say that winning never gets old? (laughs) No, it it doesn't. That is 100% sure. 23-0, and and we were talking before we went on the air uh, about is this the best start in Cookville basketball history. While we may not know that, it does have to be one of the best starts in school history. And I know the players have got to be proud, but it seems like each and every night they continue to go out, stay focused, take care of business. Is that one element of this team you'd like, that there's no distractions, they just keep getting it done on the court? Yeah, they really do, and, and we're, we're playing really well still. And, you know, I'm, I was real proud of our defensive effort last night. We worked on defense a lot this week and practice and just making sure we're, we're doing all the little things that we've done all season and not letting up at all. And we came out last night and played probably one of the best games we've played all season. Are you concerned in any way maybe about defense? Is there some things that you're still trying to iron out knowing the postseason's right around the corner? Yeah, it's funny. We were talking on the way home last night from the game, and, as coaches, you know, my husband and I, we see so many things we still are, are not doing or we need to do better. And, uh, you know, you don't want to get picky at this point, but we still are, are still going to, you know, fine-tune those things and continue to work on it. And, you know, I show kids film and we go back and we watch. And we, we, we talk about the things we do well, but we, we also talk about the things that, that we've got to improve on and, you know, keep keep improving on moving forward. Offensively, Coach, one thing that seems to always stand out to me when I see a Cookville box score balance, and again last night, K.K. Graves, 13, K. 
Cassie Gallagher, 12. Shea Cunningham with 12. And some nights it's Jordan Gillis. Some nights it's Bailey Gillis. Is it is it just you love that aspect, just the balance, and do you feel like that's one of the strong points of the team offensively? It absolutely is. And, you know, my, my kids are so unselfish. They, they make an extra pass, sometimes two extra passes, to get the better shot when we have a good shot, you know. And, um, you know, when we played Green Hill the first time, Jordan had 19. And, you know, she comes out last night and has four, but everybody else, you know, does what they need to do. And it just – we we find the open player, and, and more times than not, that open player knocks it down. We're speaking with Coach Jamie Gillis, the head basketball coach of the 23-0 Cookville Lady Cavaliers on the heels of a 57-25 district win at Green Hill last night. Coach, you're in a stretch of five consecutive road games, which will pick up at Lebanon Tuesday, Mount Juliet. Do you like being tested at this point in the season with these five consecutive road games against some good opposition? Well, I'm going to have to talk to Coach Hurd. We 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 got to work on this scheduling. <laughs> five, five road games is tough, um, and you know we're we're halfway through at least now. We've only got two left next week, and you know we we go to Wilson County for our uh, district games, and they're not. Uh, it's not a bad drive, but it's still you know your kids are on the road and it's cold in the car and just trying to you know get everybody what they need to be doing, but. Um, you know, we'll be happy to be home, that's for sure. What's your overall take on the district now that you've got a good look at everybody top to bottom? Again, it's uh, we've talked about it all season. It's Wilson County plus Cookville. Just what are your thoughts on it top to bottom overall? Well, I mean, it's been it's been good this year because we don't really uh, – we didn't really know anything much about Green Hill or Wilson Central or Mount Juliet. We, don't, we hadn't played them, you know, in the five years that I've been at Cookville. So – it's been kind of neat going to those places and figuring out, you know, who's uh, what they've got and who's got what. Um, we've played Lebanon every year since I've been at Cooper, so we're pretty um, comfortable with them and we know them. And I think that that's going to end up being one of our biggest rivalries, you know, moving forward because they're they're really tough. And um, so I'm I'm happy about our new district. Coach, a lot of people will talk about a team peaking too soon. Your team doesn't seem like it's really peaked. It seems like you've been just pretty much consistent all season long. Do you feel like your team has reached a peak at any point, or do you feel like that there's still a higher level that this team can play at? I don't think we've peaked. I think there's still a lot of things we can do to improve and get better. Um, you know, for since I've been at Cooper, we've talked about doing the little things and making sure you're getting every rebound and you're, you know, doing all those small things and they're doing that and that's something that you can always improve on and uh, you know I, I don't I don't I don't think we've had you know every single player have their best game yet we've put together a, a, you know any kind of perfect game or anything like that so I'm hoping we're holding that one out till the very end. Tuesday night it's Lebanon again this time on the road and the last time you got them 64 to 58 on your home court January 14th and a lot of eyes will be looking at uh, that game coming up on Tuesday night what do you expect from Lebanon the second time around? Well, they're really good, and uh, they're going to be really good at home for sure. So, um, we've we've got it. We're going to get in the gym this weekend and Monday and watch some film and go back and see what what we need to do to defend them better. And uh, but they've they've got really good post play. Their their guards can knock down threes, so it'll be a competitive game for sure. So much excitement around the Cookville Lady Cavaliers. Again, 23-0, and another big win on the road last night at Green Hill. Coach Jamie Gillis has been our guest this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, we're just having so much fun watching the program. Good luck and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on.
We'll talk Upperman B's basketball when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Upper Cumberland's high school players and coaches gather here. The Upperman Bees won a big game against Macon County on the road in district play on Friday night, 55-26 for their fourth consecutive victory. Rex Davis with 16 points in the basketball game. A.J. Nash with 15 as Upperman improves to 10-8 and eight overall on the season. Coach Bobby McWilliams is on his way, but we've got those two young men that we just mentioned here at Chick-fil-A with us this morning, Rex Davis and A.J. Nash. Guys, just come on over to the hot seat. We'll uh, talk a little bit about last night's game and about the season as a whole. Senior Rex Davis, the leading scorer from last night. Uh, Rex, what's your thoughts on the basketball game last night? How did you feel that the team played overall? I think we all just uh, work together, and I think we, we've been playing good these past four games, and we got to keep it up and uh, go on the road a couple more times and just keep it together. What, uh, what maybe has been a little bit different these last four games? And I'll preface that saying I know early in the season you all lost a lot of seniors from last year. You had some football players away. So maybe what's happened that you've turned a corner so far? I think the – there's a lot of there's been a lot of like lineup changes stuff like that connections have got back since we've all played since like seventh and eighth grade mm-hmm. we've got those connections back and we've just been rolling off of that and we we have a very good connection like that what do you feel like the strongest part of this basketball team is I think the support of our fans and just the connection through all of us we've all been playing together since a pretty long time right now and we've played through aau all together so you mentioned the fans upperman is one of the great high school basketball atmospheres certainly in this area and maybe even statewide what's it like for you going out there in front of that home crowd because they really do get you get you amped up don't they it's definitely amazing it's definitely it's really easy to play through the crowd it's it's just just so loud you can sit you can just dribble a ball and you can't even hear the ball <laughs> dribble you can all you can hear is the fans Rex, with it being your senior season, what does that feel like to you to know this is your last season of high school basketball? I mean, it's definitely exciting, but I I don't really want it to end. I wish it would go forever. <laughs> well, you know, you, you could prolong the season quite a bit. I'm yeah. sure that's a goal. Yeah, How far definitely... do you think the, this basketball team can go? Oh, this we year? can def- we can definitely go pretty far if we keep this connection going. This is this we're on a roll right now. I hope we can get it going. Taking a look at this district, it's pretty balanced. It seems like from top to bottom. Who do you feel like maybe are some of the tougher teams that you all have gone up against this year? Um, I think Sparta was. Um, definitely Cumberland County. Um, prob- I mean, they all are really good teams. They definitely are. It's not, Nothing's easy in this district. It's, very, it's a very good district, and we still have to play Stone. We haven't played Stone twice. We still got to play them, so. In your individual game, what do you feel like you've improved most – what area from the time you were a freshman up until now? I think um, probably more off the court, being being a leader, stuff like that. Me and, me and AJ have kind of took that role right. together of being a leader. Probably in that area is a good is a good, um, and it's definitely better since my four years. I've definitely seen that my leadership has got better since my freshman year. Whenever I was just a little kid, <laughs> how does it feel to be a leader and know the younger players are looking up to you as a senior? I mean, it's definitely great, and I definitely want to see them grow as how I've grown since I've 
since I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. So I want to see them grow like that. All right, make a bold prediction for me. How far can this Upperman boys basketball team go this year? I don't want to get too far, but <laughs> I think sub-state. Sub-state, or, and then we can. I think we can get to state, too. All right. Well, if you're going to go to sub-state, you might as well go all the way, yeah, right? Yeah, might as well. Might all as right. Well get to the glass house. Rex, thank you so much. We'll swap out, and uh, we'll bring A.J. over to the microphones. We're speaking to Rex Davis and A.J. Nash, members of the Upperman Boys Basketball Team this morning on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. A.J., Rex talks about you two guys kind of being stepping up and being the leaders on this team. How does that role feel to you? Are you pretty comfortable being in that leadership role? Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable being in it, getting looked up to, letting seeing the younger kids grow. Now, when the lo- younger kids maybe don't follow directions or get a little out of line, or you maybe have to coach them a little bit on the on the court, are you feel do you feel pretty comfortable stepping into that role and, and making corrections when when need be? Yeah, I feel pretty comfortable making sure they get to do what they have to do. What is the strong point of this Upperman basketball team? What do you feel like this team does better than anything on the court? Mm, our competitiveness. We, we're real competitive on both sides of the ball. What is something maybe that Coach McWilliams preaches all the time? If there's one area of the game that he puts a little more emphasis on maybe than anything else, what would that be? Probably our defense. We really preach defense at the beginning of the season. And now, our, we can control what we can control. Is it? More fun to play on the defensive end and maybe force a big turnover and make a fast break happen? Or is it more fun on that offensive end where, you know, you get things going, you might get a big three-pointer or something like that? What Which, which side do you like the most? I probably like the offensive side <laughs> a little more. That's just me. <laughs> Defense never gets the glory, does it? <laughs> this basketball team away from the court. What do you feel like is a good bond, something that bonds you all together? Do you feel like there's a good camaraderie with this group? Yeah, we're always hanging out with each other off the court. What are some things you all enjoy doing away from basketball? Uh, going out to eat pregame, hanging around at each other's houses. Well, Stuff that's just anything. Video games, are you into yep. that kind of thing yes, as well? Sir. All right. So as far as your individual game, talk about some things that you've worked on in particular this season that you really wanted to improve. What areas you'd like to improve, Dan, this year? Uh, probably my driving and become more of a leader because last year Colin, Rush, Jace, and all of them stepped up as that, and I just want to fill that role. Going back to your freshman year, what was that like for you, stepping up from a junior high level to a high school team for the first time? How did that make you feel, and uh, really, how has your game developed since that point? Uh, I've developed so much from them, learning from all of them, and that team freshman year was just different. It was amazing. All right. Well, you guys certainly have had a, a great season thus far and a really kind of a turn to corner with four wins in a row. You mentioned that uh, you've not played Stone, or I think Rex mentioned you hadn't played Stone Memorial, but tonight it's Lighthouse Christian. You guys got to see them last week. Uh, what kind of basketball team are they, and what can the Upperman fans expect tonight when they come in to play you guys? Uh, they, they're good. The one number one's real good. We just got to defend. We feed off the fans' energy and do what we need to do. Okay, it's pink out night. Now, am I, I going to play spoiler here by asking the question, are y'all wearing pink tonight, or what, what do we expect there? Or can you give that information away? Uh, he's looking over to Rex. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, we ain't really got pink uniforms. We got a pink shooting shirt we can wear. Okay. It's just really a show out and you guys see it exactly all right well folks get on out to upperman tonight they do have a game against lighthouse christian and again coming up tuesday night they'll take on stone memorial 
Rex Davis, A.J. Nash, guys, thank you for coming out this morning and representing the Upper Mbees. Good luck to you all throughout the rest of the season. Thank you for having us. Stay tuned. More to come on the High School Playbook. We'll talk some White County girls basketball with Coach Michael Dodgen. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, the High School Playbook. Covering every school across the Upper Cumberland for you. White County Warriorettes have been playing some great basketball late, having won five games in a row, including a 73-43 win at Stone Memorial this past Thursday night. White County girls head basketball coach Michael Dodgen joining us on the high school high school playbook via telephone this morning. Coach, do you feel your team is playing at a postseason level right now, or do you see a few things that still need to be worked on? Well, I think we're, we're getting better. Uh, there's still some things that we need to – shape up a little bit and and some things that we need to clean up a little bit especially on the offensive end of the floor i I feel like we're still leaving a lot of possessions uh open where we're we're getting a good shot we just don't finish the shot And, and i think we need to clean that stuff up especially when you get into tournament play and you know everybody's gonna be especially in our league everybody's gonna be at high levels and doing things that they need to do. So you you got to take advantage of every opportunity that you get. You've coached in a lot of postseason games. You've taken several teams to the state tournament, Coach, so you know what it takes to go far in the postseason. What's maybe that one element that you really have to have that it stands above everything once you get into the postseason? Well, you got to be consistent. Um, your teams have to be consistent in the postseason. Obviously, you gotta you gotta avoid the injury bug in, in the postseason, but you know you gotta be consistent. You gotta you gotta make your free throws in the postseason. A lot of times, games are won and lost at the free throw line. You know whether whether you go twenty of twenty five or, or you go eleven of twenty five. You know that could make or break a game. And you know just like the other night when we played at DeKalb, you know DeKalb made a great run at us in the second half, but. In the fourth quarter, we were 11 of 13 from the free throw line. So, you know, every time we needed something to happen for us, we made big shots and, and did things there. And, and you've got to have that. And, and defensively, you know, everybody's going to get better. And, and especially in this area, Tom, you're going to play people three and four times. So there's no secrets. So your defense has to be a lot better in the postseason than it is in the regular season. You mentioned free throws, Coach, and I want to go back to that. Do, do you think people put as much emphasis on free throws and really how important they are to games these days? I, I, I think it's kind of like the jump shot a little bit, too. Everybody's gotten away from just shooting a normal jump shot. You know, you, you see on television all the time that, you know, they're not highlighting a free throw or they're not highlighting a basic jump shot. Everybody's got to add a little something to it you know, to get it on TV or, or to become a highlight. So I, I think your your veteran coaches are spending a lot of time on it. I think I think your Leslie's and your Dana's and, and those those coaches that have been around the game for a long time, they understand the importance of, of free throw percentages, free throw shooting, and, and doing the little things like that. We're speaking with Coach Michael Dodgen, the head basketball coach for the White County Warriorettes on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, what looked like a very scary injury to Elena Stiles at Livingston Academy or against Livingston back on January 11th. Fortunately, you get her back into the lineup. What did that add back to the lineup? And a twofold question here, Coach. How proud uh, were you of your team for how well they played during Elena's time away from the court? 
Well, we'll go with the second part of your question. I feel like I was really proud of our kids, uh, even in the Livingston game. I mean, I felt like our kids competed at a high level. We didn't do things right at the end, but we competed at a high level. We didn't stop playing and gave ourselves an opportunity to win the game when Elena went out. And then in the three games that she missed, I felt like our kids handled the situation very well. They stepped up. But on the flip side of that, Elena was there at the front of the bench being a leader and being a coach for us on the bench, too, with her kids. And, you know, Elena <clears throat> worked really, really hard um, in the in the training room and, and on her own at home to get herself back to where she needed to be and, and where, her co- where her parents were comfortable with her playing, you know, at, at, at this point. And we weren't going to rush it back. Um, you know, she was very lucky that it wasn't more severe than what it was. Um just the way that it looked when it first initially happened. So, you know, for her, I'm glad she's back because she's a leader for us, not only on the floor but off the floor. Um, she, she's that kid that kind of keeps everybody in line and everybody in check, and, you know, she, she's not going to do it flashy. It's not going to be anything else. She just gets the job done. One of the best players in the Upper Cumberland by far, and it's good to see her back on the court at White County High School. Coach, coming up Monday, it's, uh, I guess you call it the rubber match with Warren County. You've seen them twice already, and uh, you kind of know already what to expect. What do you think is going to play out come Monday night in this third go-round with the Lady Pioneers? Well, I think it's going to be a good high school basketball game, honestly. Uh, you know, we went over to Warren County, and we're fortunate enough to get a 12-point win over there on their home floor. And then, you know, they beat us by one here in overtime during the Sonic shootout. So, you know, Coach Lippy's done a good job with his team. Uh, he's built that team over the last couple of years and, and worked really hard to to get his team at a high level and, and put a lot of time, a lot of a lot of pride in what he's doing. Um, so, you know, they're, they're going to be ready to play. Uh, it's an old district rivalry, <laughs> you know, and, and it seems, you know, weird to be playing them at this point in the year and it not be for a district game. So, you know, it'll be a fun atmosphere for us. Next next week's a big week for us, Tom. You know, we got Warren County on on Monday, and then we go to Livingston on Friday. So it's it's a huge week for us in, in high school basketball games, especially in this area. I was going to say there will be a lot of people that will be packing the gym at Livingston because that's probably going to be your biggest game in the Upper Cumberland coming up next Friday night when White County travels to Livingston Academy. Of course, a big game with Warren County coming up on Monday. Michael Dodgen is the head basketball coach at White County High School for the Warriorettes. Coach, as always, we enjoy the time with you, and uh, best of luck against Warren County and moving forward. All right. Thank you, Tom. We appreciate you guys. The Stone Memorial Panthers got an 18-point win over White County on Thursday night behind 16 points from Cade Caps, 15 more from Matthew Bilbrey, and 14 from Dylan Wittenberg as uh, Stone Memorial continues a nice resurgence here in the second half of the season with their fourth consecutive win. Coach Neil Caps joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, what did you like most about your team's performance in the victory on Thursday night? Well, just how hard we, we, uh, how hard we played. Our effort defensively was there all night. Uh, the one thing I always tell the kids, you know, we did get off to a pretty rough start offensively. We missed several early looks. But the one thing that's always constant, the one thing that you can always hang your hat on is your defensive effort. And defensively, we competed our tails off all nine. Uh, we rebounded. Uh, we, we were able to out-rebound Sparta uh, quite a bit. And uh, I was just, I mean, the kids just really, really uh, battle on the boards. 
I tell them that if you're going, to, you can play great defense all you want, but if you don't finish it with a great two-hand rebound, then uh, it's all the efforts for nothing. And we were really able to defend and rebound really well, and that's that's what kind of really set the tone for us. So we eventually did get going offensively, and we were able to make a few shots um, in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, to real uh, to kind of give us a little cushion there, but you know, uh, I was really taken with just that early defensive effort that really, really helped us um, set the tone for the rest of the game. Coach, you've coached the game for a while now, and in your mind, is it more difficult maybe now to teach the fundamental things like grabbing a two-handed rebound, like the little things on defense? Do, do you find it more difficult maybe to get the players to buy into those sorts of things? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think it is at all. I mean, my assistant coach told me on year one. He tells me now. He said, "Coach, you know, it's his thing. He'll say that, Coach, you don't get what you you don't get what you ask for. You get what you demand." And uh, you know, kids do want to be coached. Kids do want to learn. Kids want to do what you ask them to do. Um, it's just, you know, it's a, it may be a lost art. We maybe we give too much credit to other things, but I think the kids. The kids want to learn. Um, the kids, every time we do a defensive drill, I, now I'm not naive enough to think that they're out there wanting to do the defense, but they also but they want to be successful. Uh, but uh, this group, my group this year, has been really receptive. Uh, I know. I mean, I'm going to give uh, Coach Miller and Livingston credit. His teams uh, play great defense, great team defense, physical, hard nosed defense, and that's. That's what he d- demands of them, and that's what we demand at Stone Memorial. Uh, so defense, you know, I agree that it isn't fun all the time, but it, it's something that if you want to be successful, you want to establish a good basketball culture at your school, it better start with defense and rebounding, and, and the kids will eventually buy in if it's something that they know is, is a precursor to being successful on the basketball court. We're speaking with Coach Neil Caps of the Stone Memorial Panthers this morning on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, when we talked at the first of the season, you said there were going to be some growing pains, and indeed your team got out of the gate slow, 3-6 and six against a really tough schedule early on, but again, now you've won 10 of the last 12. Kind of walk us through, if you will, the process of kind of how you've seen this team develop over the course of the season from the early season struggles to playing some pretty good basketball right now. Well, it started, it's, you know, again, this is one of these coaching cliches. And sometimes people don't like to hear it. But we were not doing little things. And little things is communicating defensively, uh, rebounding the basketball, uh, offensive continuity, being able to move the basketball, trusting each other. We just didn't have any of that. There was no chemistry. I mean, I know we did have uh, a June summer camps where we could play together, and we we share a locker room together, and we uh, have pre, you know, four months of preseason where we can work together. There's nothing like practicing every day uh, and playing games together. And the struggle is what builds all that. You know, when you when you have to struggle for everything, the losing, uh, the getting out rebounded, uh, all these little things matter. And, and like we've said before, I, I lost six seniors last year. Um, seven in total. I had a young man get hurt, but seven seniors total. I had one returning kid uh, that had any experience come back, a uh, significant experience come back. So we were basically starting from scratch with a bunch of good, good players, uh, young players, and inex- but inexperienced players. And time and and just the struggle of the process 
uh, builds that chemistry and that toughness and that trust with each other. So uh, we we our schedule was built to do that. It was built to give us plenty of struggle, and we had plenty of struggle. Uh, whether you're playing the Maribels, the Fultons, the Sequoias, you know, teams that are ranked up there that, right now with really good records, um, it, it prepared us for where we are now. So I was, I'm, it's not always fun. Nobody, nobody likes to on purpose go out and create uh, obstacles and frustration and struggle, but it does build you, makes you tougher, makes you better. Stone Memorial was The Mountain Burn Builders High School Playbook continues. Meet the athletes in your backyard. UCSportsNation.com. A handful of games on the schedule for this Saturday in local Upper Cumberland basketball. One game of note that has been canceled or postponed at least. Cumberland County's games with Pickett County will not be played today. On the schedule, Jackson County and Monterey are scheduled for a makeup game in District 5-2A. That's a girls-only game for Monterey and Jackson County. Opperman will host a doubleheader. The girls will play Knox County, Kentucky. The boys will play Lighthouse Christian in pink-out night at Upperman High School. And Warren County Stone Memorial boys game has also been canceled for tonight. Of course, we'll talk about Tuesday's games coming up on the Thursday edition of the High School Playbook. Be sure to tune in for that Thursday evening at 6 p.m. on Sports Radio 104.7. Big thanks to our guests today, Coach Leslie Riddle and members of the Livingston Lady Wildcats, Alexis Phipps, Leah Kate Clark, Allie Qualls, Keaton Webb. Want to say a special thanks to Rex Davis and A.J. Nash of the Upperman Bees Boys Basketball Program. Coach Joseph Amanek, Coach Jamie Gillis, Coach Michael Dodgson, and Coach Neil Caps, all for joining us on today's edition of the Playbook. For our studio producer, Mr. Will Hearn, and our on-site producer, Mr. Franklin McCarthy, for the High School Playbook from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed. Added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now. UCSportsNation.com.